I've learned that finishing a marathon isn't just an athletic achievement. It's a state of mind, a state of mind that says anything is possible. John Hank Dawn had just lifted the covers off a gray, drizzly Monday morning in April 1983 when my mom came to my room and, not quite literally, dragged me from bed. After a quick breakfast, the whole family piled into Dad's sob, and we traveled two hours southwest to the Boston suburb of Hopkinton, where the 87th Boston Marathon would begin at noon. In Hopkinton, we hooked up with our friend, Dory, a local, who knew the area inside and out, and guided us to three or four good cheering points along the course, while Dad, running his first marathon as a numberless bandit, made the 26.2-mile eastward journey to Copley Square on foot. We reached the first viewing spot in time to see the race leaders, already far ahead of our patriarch, among whom were the legendary Bill Rogers and Joan Benoit. The frontrunner, local boy Greg Meyer, sailed by faster than I could sprint. We were awestruck. Our final stop was Cleveland Circle, at 25 miles. We waited and waited. At last, Dad came, in what looked like a slow-motion replay of his previous stride, his massive size 14 feet landing heavily, his shoulders sagging, his weary eyes staring a thousand miles ahead. As planned, my two brothers and I broke from the curb and jogged with him over the last mile to the finish line like three Navy cruisers flanking an aircraft carrier. It was the coolest thing ever. Being cheered along by a seemingly endless six-deep gauntlet of shouting spectators was like sudden fame, and although we'd never heard of Bill Rogers or Joan Benoit until that day, our impressionable ten- to fourteen-year-old minds made instant heroes of them. The next morning at breakfast, Josh, the eldest, announced that he was going to start running, and— So did I. After school, we ran our dad's favorite six-mile route on mostly dirt roads surrounding our home. Two days later, we did it again. Twenty-seven years later, I'm still running. Only last year, however, did I get around to running the entire Boston Marathon myself. I meant to do it sooner. I tried to do it sooner. But there were problems. Always problems. In 2001, I got injured two weeks before the race. The next four years were lost to various other injuries. At last, I made it to Hopkinton healthy, but the curse followed me. My right shoe was scraped off my foot by the toe of a runner behind me, just half a mile into the race. I got it back on, but my relief was short-lived. Around the 10K mark, I felt a twinge in my right hamstrings, and the pain grew steadily worse thereafter. At twelve miles, with a jolt of panic, I felt the first hint of a soreness destined to become an agony in both thighs. Less than halfway, and already my shock absorbers were blown.